Surely you can't be serious. I am serious. And don't call me Shirley. Good morning, Vietnam! You are great. I'm not bad. I'm just drawn that way. I have come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass. And I'm all out of bubblegum. Life moves pretty fast. You don't stop and look around once in a while. You could miss it. My calculations are correct. When this baby hits 88 miles per hour, you're gonna see some serious... You're listening to the 30-something movie podcast. Classic movies, 30 years in the making. They're kind of messy. You always have to have a wet nap with you or some sort of cleaning apparatus. I know. This is gonna be a super awkward way to come into the podcast because the first thing when the music starts to die down is people are gonna hear Bo saying, and you always gotta have a wet nap with you or... <clears throat> Uh-huh. Just like walking through the school cafeteria, hey, the stuff you hear, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which reminds me of Conversations out of context. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. <clears throat> so maybe that's the next of the five questions. What would you use a wet nap for? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. What wouldn't you use? What wouldn't for? you use? Right. Oh, man. Okay. We're here. We are. We're all here now. Oh, Yo. thank you. How are you? I'm good. Are this you is... okay, Pat? Yeah. Are the you? orange just squirted all over the place. Okay. Yeah, it happens. Um, this is the 30-something movie podcast. We're, it's November. We're teachers. We're probably a little punchy. We probably need a few days off. It's coming. Oh, yeah. It's coming. It'll, it'll be here. Um, and actually, it's by the time this episode comes out, we will have already enjoyed our Thanksgiving break. Wow. How was your Thanksgiving break, Pat? Dude, great time. Awesome. A lot of fun. Added an inch to my waistline. There's you know, nice. usual. Wreck-It nice. Ralph 2. Yes, it was amazing. Awesome. I won't say specifically what was amazing because, I, frankly, I don't want to spoil it for don't people. Don't want to spoil it for nope. people. Don't want to it spoil it for awesome. people when it comes out. I mean, after it came out. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, Cowboys and the Bears won. Mm. That was amazing. Mm-hmm. It was amazing. You are you are an optimistic that I could optimistic. not match. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's yep. rough. Yeah, well, I mean, the difference is the Cowboys get to go back to Texas. So... Aren't they the winners were there? I suppose that is true. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Some of our listeners might disagree, but it's okay. Mm. Everybody has the right to be wrong. All right. Well, this episode is A Fish Called Wanda. And uh, this was not originally one of our episodes that we were going to be doing this year, but we did have some requests uh, from some of the listeners. And after I realized that I was completely wrong on what movie this was, I was like, eh, okay, we'll give it a try. Okay, never, what movie did I you never think it, it was? I thought it was Arthur. Okay. Because for some the reason... The with the sword? No, not that dude. No, no. not that dude. No. <laughs> Strange women lying in ponds distributing swords is no basis for a system of government. Get over there, I shall touch you a second time. <clears throat> no, I was convinced that for some reason this was a Dudley Moore movie. Got it. And I have never been a fan of Dudley Moore. I just, I just don't, I don't know. Something about the humor is just not, rubs me the wrong way. Mm. I guess it's the right mm-hmm. way to say it. So I was like, no, Fish Called Wanda, not watching that one, not doing that one for the podcast. It's roughly the same way I feel about Woody Allen. Not a big fan of Woody okay. Allen at all. So when Woody Allen movies come up, I kind of selfishly am like, yeah, no. I don't know if we're doing that sure. for the Unless it was a really, really big one. Um, you know, won't do those. So when I realized, wait a minute, Fish Called Wanda is not Arthur. It's not Dudley Moore. It's actually half of Monty Python. I was like, well, 
Okay, Jamie Lee Curtis, half of Monty Python, Kevin Klein. Yes. Exactly. Now, How be, can you go wrong? We're, we're going to take a look at this movie because I had never seen it before. So, mm -hmm. so that's what we're doing. Um, yes. So this, uh, just our, our real quick little spiel at the beginning here is uh, we do spoil everything that we talk about. So if you don't want to be spoiled for this movie, this is probably not the right thing to listen to right now. Uh, feel free to go watch the movie and then come on back and listen when you're done. Uh, leave us a review on iTunes if you have not done that already. Uh, we would love to hear the, what you're enjoying about the show and. Visit our website, 30podcast.com. That's a great place to find all kinds of other stuff uh, related to our website and the movies we watch and upcoming stuff we're going to be doing. So there's that. Uh, I have with me this afternoon Pat Cantagallo. Hey! And Bo Warmbold. Yo. Welcome, everybody. And I'm your host, John Reed. And I think we're just going to jump on into... This week in 88. So we are looking at uh, the week, uh, think about the week from November 29th to December 5th. And on December 1st, Zoe Kravitz, the daughter of Lenny Kravitz and Lisa Bonet from The Cosby Show, was born. Uh, December 12th, the Naked Gun movie premieres. So go a few episodes back. You can listen to that one we just did. And December 3rd, Barry Sanders from Oklahoma State wins the Heisman Trophy. The uh, top book this time was still The Sands of Time by Sidney Sheldon. The song, top song for this week was Baby I Love Your Way slash Freebird Medley by Will to Power. And the top movie was The Naked Gun. So that's this week in 88. Let's jump on ahead to our movie info for A Fish Called Wanda. A release date for this one was 5th of August, 1988. Rated R. Runtime of 1 hour and 48 minutes. Directed by Charles Crichton, who died in 1999. And uncredited directing on this one is John Cleese. Uh, Crichton also did a movie called Dead of Night. Produced by Michael Schamberg, who did Gattaca and The Big Chill. Uh, writers for this one were John Cleese and Charles Crichton. Cleese obviously did Monty Python. Crichton did a uh, movie called Floods of Fear. Uh, cinematography by Alan Hume, who died in 2010. He did Return of the Jedi and several of the Roger Moore Bond movies. Uh, music for this one was John Duprez, who did Time Bandits and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 1 through 3. Budget for this one was $7.5 million. Box office was $62.5 million. Flickmetrics gives this an 81. Uh, tomato meter, so last week we did Young Guns, and the uh, critics' tomato meter score was something like a 42 for that one, I think it was something like pretty low mm -hmm. for that one. Um, Flickmetrics says that Rotten and I looked at Rotten Tomatoes just to make sure. Rotten Tomatoes critics give this one a ninety-three percent. Wow. We'll talk about it in just a minute. But are all the critics British? Seems a bit high. Well, maybe. Audience rating for this one is an eighty-four. IMDb gives it a seventy-six. Letterbox gives it a seventy-four, and Metascore gives it an eighty. Starring John Cleese as Archie Leach. He was in Monty Python and some of the newer Bond movies. Jamie Lee Curtis was Wanda Gershwitz. She was in Halloween and True Lies. Kevin Klein was Otto. He was in French Kiss and Dave. Michael Palin was Ken Pyle. He was in Monty Python and Time Bandits. Uh, Maria Atkin was Wendy, she was in Fierce Creatures, and Cynthia Cleese was Portia. She was also in Fierce Creatures. Here is the trailer, and we'll be back in just a second. Otto is a man of many talents. Hey, great fish! Oh, uh, that'll squeeze a lemon, some tartar sauce. Ken Buck is a man of few words. Tell him from me. George is the man with the plan. Thirteen millions, my friends. And Wanda... Do you speak Italian? Molto pericoloso. ...is the woman they love. They all set out to commit the perfect crime. To twenty million. To a job well done. But it turned into something... George moved the loot? ...less than perfect. Disappointed! So they turned to a lawyer named... Archie Leash! 
Leech. George is going to tell him what the diamonds are. With Wanda as the bait. I want you to make love with me. Pop. Nothing, nothing. He's really hooked. I thought you weren't jealous. I'm not. I don't believe in jealousy. It's for the weak. Come a girl as bright as you could have a brother who's so... Don't call me stupid. I'm really, really sorry. I apologize unreservedly. Are you totally deranged? You're afraid so, old chap. John Cleese. Will you leave immediately, please? Jamie Lee Curtis. Kiss me there. Kevin Clyde. Put the other one up. Michael Palin. May I kiss you, Ken? No, you can't! A fish called Wonder. <laughs> A smashing. This is like half the cast of Monty Python. I had never seen this movie before, but as soon as I figured out what this movie actually was, I was like, wait a minute, it's got John Cleese and Michael Palin. Uh, yes, please. Let's let's watch this one right away. Right. So had either of you seen this one before? Pat, I don't know. I had you not. No. Oh, yeah. You'd seen this before. Okay. All right. So let's start with the good news. Bo, let's start with you. Okay. So, how do you feel about this movie? Does I it make you warm and fuzzy movie. inside? I don't know warm and fuzzy, but okay. it combines a lot of the things I love. I love heist movies. I love Monty Python. I'm a big Kevin Klein fan. There's a lot of good for me in this movie. Um, so, I love it. It's one I hadn't seen in a long time. It's been years since I saw it. Um, but it's just, it, it's another one in... It's a lot like last week's Young Guns. It was fun. It's like, okay, mm -hmm. you know, planning a heist. I'm in. Mm -hmm. And Jamie Lee Curtis is pulling everybody's strings. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's very British. Yes. I always, always like the, uh, you know, his wife, Wendy, in this movie is just like the epitome of a stereotypical British housewife mm -hmm. uh, kind of character, like a, a posh British housewife type character, very, very stodgy. Um, for our British fans across the ocean, I'm not saying that you're all stodgy. I'm just saying that mm. in terms of a caricature of a stodgy. No, I love I love British people. I love black people. Show me the money. Do I'm just, quoting a movie. I know, but quoting you are just off on a tangent I, over there. I'm this entire impressed. thing is a tangent. <laughs> Life is a tangent. Ooh, now see. It's getting there deep. You go. It's getting deep. He had to do that. Yeah, yeah. Speaking of deep, right Pat, how did you feel about this movie? So, there are different kinds of NFL quarterbacks out there, I've been told. Mm -hmm. a little bit. Mm -hmm. There's the gunslingers, okay? They're going to maybe make the really great plays, mm -hmm. or they're going to maybe the, just throw the interception. And then there's the pugilists. Okay, and then there's the pugilists, yeah. right? <laughs> you and I. Mm -hmm. Right, John? That's right. right. You and I. Um, so there's the gunslingers, yeah. right? Then you get the quarterbacks that are just like, Stinking fantastic. The Aaron Rodgers, the the uh, uh, Drew Brees, the Tom Brady's that, like, you might be 10 scores down and they'll find a way to bring it back. You know, like, we, we got to go watch these guys because they're at the top. And then there's the game managers, you know. And this is all what I've been told. Mm -hmm. I've never played the position or football myself. That's what I've been told. The game managers, they're good. They can't be bad, but they can't turn the ball over, Okay. They won't necessarily come from behind. They won't necessarily maybe get you all the way to the Super Bowl. But they won't cause any problems either, right? They'll, they'll keep mm -hmm. the game going. They maybe get you down the field. Serviceable. Yeah, they'll run the clock down. If you need to get in field goal range, they can do that. Mm -hmm. It's really, it. they will take care of things. Mm -hmm. Very good at that, but it's not, you know. This it's, like, it's like what people said about Ron Howard when he took over for Solo. 
Yeah. They're like, Ron Howard. A lot of the opinions were like, he's not avant-garde. He's, he's not, you know, a trendsetter. He's Ron Howard. Right. He will make a movie for you that will be good. Yeah. And so that's kind of how I feel. Well, and I like, I get what, yeah. I mean, that's, I know what some people are saying. Now, I'm more like Ron Howard's movies. I like more than I right. like this one. So right. that one, that's where I kind of like yeah, yeah, yeah. that one. But that's how I feel about this movie. Yeah. It wasn't like this. Whoa, this is pretty crazy awesome. Mm -hmm. But it did what it did. And mm -hmm. there were entertaining bits. And yeah. I, I, so... I mean, I'm not gonna I'm, by any means. I'm not gonna call it a bad movie, mm -hmm. um, but it didn't it didn't quite uh, do much more than oh, okay, cool. That mm -hmm. there's a funny gag. Yeah. Okay, those guys are entertaining. Yeah. Oh, it's fun to see this guy. Like, okay, that's cool, mm -hmm. you know. But I know you and I were talking about this earlier, so I know one of the parts that I thought was really funny mm -hmm. kind of fell flat for you. Yeah. I, oh man, when you find out what I was going to talk about, the fell flat part is going to be kind of punny. Um, <clears throat> the very kind of British Monty Python thing of right. they're trying to kill the woman, but they keep killing her dogs. Right. Yeah. And, right. <laughs> and just and like, and, and you kind of, after the first time that happens, you know what's going to happen yeah. next after they had the first funeral for the first dog and uh, they go through all that stuff. And and uh, it took me a minute to realize that that older woman yeah. was Finn Rizel from Willow. Really? Oh, yeah. wow. It took me, I, I kept saying, I'm like, she looks so familiar, and it would have been, I mean, this one would have been a year after, um, probably a year after, around the time Willow came out, so mm -hmm. pretty close to it, but I kept looking at her, like, she looks really familiar. I cannot place where it is, and it took me a minute, and then I finally figured it out that that's, that's who she was, but, cool. um, but yeah, that part, I just, that part I just thought was hilarious, yeah. like, his constant trying to assassinate this woman, yeah. so they get rid of the witness, and... It fails miserably every time and in some highly elaborate way. Yeah. It keeps killing her dogs. Yeah. And then eventually she's was she taken out by she had a heart attack? Wasn't that what it was? Yeah. I, it's been a few I, I watched yes. this a few weeks ago and now I'm trying to remember exactly what it was, but I think it was a heart attack. And then and then he takes the credit for it. He's like, I did it. Yeah. I did it. Yeah. 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 That part I thought was really funny. I know when you and I were talking earlier, you're like, Yeah, and they kept killing dogs. Yeah, I know. It, just, it, it wasn't funny. <laughs> and I'm sure maybe someone maybe someone would say, oh, you got to understand British humor. And okay, but it's like, I kind of like, I mean, I like Monty Python mm -hmm. stuff. I mean, I, you know, I love the Top Gear show, and there's a lot mm -hmm. of British humor in there. Mm -hmm. and I, So, or what's it now, American Tour, or whatever mm -hmm. it is. But in any event, and I, you know, it wasn't like offensive. Right, right. But. Yeah. Yeah, I, when I try to think of, like particular scenes in this movie that really jumped out. Because, like I said, I had not seen this movie before. Uh, first time watching it, kind of my impression was, same thing. It was like, this is not... Maybe if I had grown up watching this, like, Bo, you said you'd watch this several mm -hmm. times. Um, did you watch it, like, closer to when it came out? Or? Mm. Obviously, probably not as, like, a really young kid, but... Yeah, probably not. I probably didn't see it till... It was probably right around the time I first saw any Monty Python. So okay. it was probably a few years after it came out. Okay. And this wouldn't even have been the first Monty Python I was I was exposed to. I would have been exposed to the more traditional ones mm -hmm. and then realized, oh, there's this other one. Mm -hmm. what, what, what is this? Mm -hmm. and then, well, because not technically Monty Python, but just exactly. having John Cleason. That, hey, if John Michael Cleese Palin. and Michael Palin are in it, it might as well be freaking mm -hmm. Monty Python. It's, it's Monty. Exactly. Right. 
No Python, but Monty. Not um, the full Monty. Not the full Monty. That's a whole nother Very deal. different movie. Yeah. Different movie. Very different Different movie. movie. Different movie. Um, mm, yes. Mm. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So, I, watching this one, I was like, you know, it's, it is funny. Yes, it's funny. There are lots of funny parts to this movie. Um, that is humor. I recognize that. <laughs> I recognize that, that. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I think maybe had I grown up watching this or had I watched this more and was coming back to it later in life, it might have been funnier for mm -hmm. me. But seeing this the first time, I was like, yeah, that was a good comedy. Yeah, it's, I'm not blown away by it. It's by no means going on any of like my top whatever lists or anything like that. But, uh, and, and would I watch it again? Eh, um, if it was on somewhere, I don't know if I'd seek it out. Um, but I saw it once and having seen it once, I'm like, yeah, it's funny. It's a good movie. Um, but it's not one of those that I'm like, I need to watch this every like year or every two years. Or it's, it's not a rotation movie for me that I'm like, oh, I got to go back to that and make sure I check it out again yeah. within the next few years. Um, but I love John Cleese. Like you were saying, I love John Cleese. I love Monty Python, Michael Palin. Uh, we were watching, it was a few months ago, I found at the library, um, I remember watching it as a kid, and I think it came out when we were still living in the States before my family moved over to England. Monty Python did for, I think it was for PBS uh, or the BBC, did a Around the World in 80 Days. Mm -hmm. where he tried to follow the path of the, the fictional story of Around the World in 80 Days. He tried to follow the same path and tried to travel that same, you know, tried to circumnavigate the globe without using air travel. So he was trying to do, like, boats and rail. And this and, was who? Like, Michael Palin. Michael Palin. The, the one in the movie about the stutter. Right, right. Um, and so, and, it, and it's hilarious. That show is, it's very dry British humor, and... It's, and he is like the utmost British traveler. Mm -hmm. Like he's, but he goes to all these different places and he tries to go to places that are not touristy places. Like when he gets to um, Venice in order to see the city, like he doesn't go hit up the museums and the different historical landmarks. He finds these guys that are working on a garbage barge that they, they just go along the, the canals and they just grab people's garbage uh, buckets off the side and throw it on their barge. And he's like, well, this is a good way to see the city. So he hops on the barge with him and is helping them collect the garbage and everything. It's, it's like he's riding on a garbage truck, but mm -hmm. through Venice. Mm -hmm. And so he kind of does stuff like that. Or when he's on some of these ships, you know, he'll hang out with the crew and he'll talk to them. And, you know, just um, really fun show. Like a lot of, it, it's got several parts to it. Um, I won't say whether or not he makes it in the 80 days, but he does have a task of, he's got to collect certain items from certain parts of the world that he goes to. Um, and then he's got to make it back to London within 80 days to see if he can see if he can do it so it. it is funny it's a fun show the kids enjoyed it even though it's a little bit older i think maybe it came out in 89 maybe hmm. um so yeah it's good and then i think he did some others after that he started doing a whole bunch of travel shows so he's got some good uh travel shows out there too hmm. but uh yeah no i i love every actor that's in this movie like every single one of these actors I, I love these actors. I, I will go watch their movies. Um, you know, and, and it just... I think if I'm going to see John Cleese and Michael Palin, if you gave me the option, I would just be like, ah, I'm going to go watch a Monty Python movie. Nothing against this movie, but if you just said, you want to see John Cleese and Michael Palin? I'm like, yes, I do. Life of Brian. Yes, I Holy do. Grail. <laughs> I will... Or Flying Circus. I'll put on some mm -hmm. of that stuff. So, um, no, nothing wrong at all with this movie. I... Same as you, Bo, I'm like, I like, I love heist movies. I love British humor. I love these actors. Like, 
all of the different things that add up to this movie. Like, these are all the things that I enjoy about movies. Um, and Jamie Lee yeah. Curtis. And Jamie Lee Curtis is also fine I mean, as well. Let's be yeah. honest. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> but yeah, so it's, it just, it was a, it was a, yeah, I enjoyed it. It was great. It was funny. But it's not, you know, it's, it's not blowing my socks off. No, I'm not going to be... I have to watch this like once a year or once every month kind of a thing. Yeah, it's not a it's not a point with television, but it mm -hmm. is it is fun when it's on. Yeah. Yeah. I could see this as if it was on TV, like I'd stop and watch it. Oh sure. Yeah. Sure. Especially if you catch a funny part like when they're working mm -hmm. on the the dogs. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and I appreciate that the last um of the last like three movies we've watched for the podcast, two feature somebody being run over by a steamroller. Yeah. I was going to say, yeah, I, that was one of the questions. That was one of our five questions, yeah, yeah. So I appreciate the consistency in the 80s uh, steamroller killing the villain trope. Yeah, you got so, a lot of that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. All right, well, before we get to our five questions for this one, do you guys have anything else you want to say about A Fish Called Wanda? Did you have a favorite scene? Did we talk about... I don't think we talked about favorite oh, scenes, wow. or is there a favorite quote from um, the... I think I'm going to go with the... Um, I think I'm gonna go with the the different attempts to kill the old woman yeah. and having the dogs die. I was gonna say Kevin Klein eating the fish. Mm -hmm. That's funny. That's a good one. John Cleese naked in the people's apart uh, people's uh, house. Yeah, that yeah, was kind of funny. That was good. <laughs> We've rented it for the team. What are you doing here? What are you doing here? <laughs> no. Who are you? Mm -hmm. You're the barrister. <laughs> oh dear. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I don't have a favorite scene, but again, I, and again, please don't interpret that no. as like it was all that. No, it was it was fine. It just mm -hmm. nothing really stood out. Yeah. That's fine. And again, but don't I mean? No, it, oh, yeah. this yeah. movie is is very classically um, enhanced or 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 um, fails depending on the mood you're in. Like, like if you're in a yeah. goofy, silly mood, it's like any Monty Python, really. Right. If oh, you're yeah. in a silly mood, it's going to tickle your fancy and everything's yep. going to be great. Mm -hmm. If you're just like, eh, whatever, i got to sit down and watch this. Eh. Yeah. That, you, got, you have to be ready for that type of humor mm -hmm. almost, I've always felt. Yeah. Yeah. Mentally prepared for it. I don't know a better way to say it, mm -hmm. but... Yeah, and so that's all. I mean, again, I don't. Please don't take that as yeah. as, as dismissive of it by any means. No, and, no, no. Yeah. No, I mean you. You've. I mean, you just offended the British people. But I'm sorry, British. I've done Dunkirk's one of my favorite movies. Okay. There you go. Sorry, British people. I mean. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. So that being the case, uh, shall we move on to five questions? Sure. Five questions. Let's move on to five questions. He asks each traveler five questions. It's impossible to answer. Impossible because you don't know the answer. Nobody could answer that question. You've got to ask yourself one question. Why are you asking me? For? I don't know. What you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. At no point in your rambling, incoherent response were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. I award you no points, and may God have mercy on your soul. For those playing at home, five questions. Uh, these are five questions that may or may not relate to the movie. Well, they do relate to the movie in some way. Sometimes it's a bit of a stretch, but that's okay. We're, we're, all, we're all friends here. 
we don't criticize people's question creation. Mm -hmm. Or if we do, we don't ever get asked to be back on the podcast of, ever again. Plenty of things to criticize. We don't even deal with oh, that. Yeah, no, no, no. That's just way more important things in life. So, so I have five questions here. I'm going to give each of us 30 seconds to answer uh, each of these five questions. Three questions. And um, we will uh, we'll go from there. That one is particularly appropriate this time since mm -hmm. half of our cast here is from Monty Python. All right, so let me put 30 seconds on the clock and I will start the clock after I read the first question. And the first question, let's see, um, let's start with Bo oh. on this first question. Mm -hmm. Bo, what is your favorite Monty Python skit? Jeez. Oh, I know. I was hoping you'd start with somebody else because then they take a couple of mine and I wouldn't have to worry about which one to and, pick. And this can be Flying Circus or movies. But I'm going to have to say the Black Knight. Now stand aside, worthy adversary. Tis but a scratch. A scratch? Your arm's off. No, it isn't. Well, what's that then? I've heard worse. You liar! Come on, you pansy! The Black Knight always triumphs. Tis but a flesh wound. <laughs> You've got no legs. <laughs> you know, the usual. <laughs> Oh, man. Black Knight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good one. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. All the movies. Love all the movies. Okay. What? Oh, I thought that Did was going to be your answer. No, 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 no. No, I thought it was going to be like, wait, we got to narrow it down, and he's going to say all the movies. Oh, all right. Wait a minute. Yes, that's my answer. I reject my own question again. I, 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 thought, I thought that was going to be your answer. I was no. Gonna, okay. yeah, yeah. I reject yeah. your I, premise and substitute my own. Right. Well, the problem is... Wait, it was your premise. I, Damn. I the problem is I wrote down five different answers to this question, mm. and I was like, i got to have five just in case somebody else takes my answer. But at the same time, I'm like, there are probably about 13 other skits or scenes from the movies that I could write down here, and any one of them would be equally fine. Um, so, Patrick, favorite Monty Python skit from I, either the show or the movies? I, I know the movies better than the show, and I know the um, Holy Grail best of all. Mm -hmm. The Charge of Sir Lancelot. that you know just the camera film where it's the same thing yes. i just remember rewinding that over and over and then ha ha and he's right there i mean yes yeah i like that um or the stay here and guard the prince make sure the prince doesn't leave this room until i come and get him not to leave the room even if you come and get him no no until i come and get him until you come and get him we're not to enter the room no no you stay in the room I'll make sure he doesn't leave. And you'll come and get him. Right. We don't need to do anything apart from just stop him entering the room. No, no. Leaving the room. Leaving the room, yes. All right? Right. right. Oh, if, 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 uh, if, if, uh, if, if, yes, if we... Oh, if, if... Oh, look, it's quite simple. Uh, you just stay here. I'll make sure he doesn't leave the room. All right? Oh, I remember. Uh, can he leave the room with us? No, 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 no. You just keep him in here and make sure... Oh, yes, we'll keep him in here, obviously. But if he had to leave and we were no, no, with no, him... No, just keep him in here... Until you or anyone else... No, not anyone else, just me... Just you... Get back. Get back. Right? Right, we'll stay here until you get back. And uh, make sure he doesn't leave. 
What? Make sure he doesn't leave. The prince? Yes, make sure he doesn't leave. Oh, yes, of course. I thought you meant him. You know, it seemed a bit daft me having to guard him when he's a guard. Is that clear? Oh, quite clear. No problems. Right. Where are you going? We're coming with you. Mm -hmm. That might be that yeah. because sometimes that's like what it Where is teaching junior high kids. Yes. You know, you explain it and it's just... Mm -hmm. you, and you can reference it. Like, you'll be talking... Where, where are you going? We're going with you. Yeah. <laughs> no, stay here. <laughs> and there's times, like, I'll be talking to other teachers and it'll be like, no, I'm trying to describe like a teacher's adult. Yeah. I'll be like, finally, I'll just go, no, no. I want you to stay here and guard the princess. And if they know what I'm talking about, they'll be like, okay, all right. You know, but I mean, it's like, I, I would say those two. But it's it's just like... I've had that with colleagues, with colleagues, sure. you know, where you get to that point and it's, whoa, that sounds like maybe what your day-to-day -day was, uh -huh. you know, so, yeah. Okay, so my answer, like I said, I wrote down a whole bunch of stuff, but I think my answer has to be, oh, I hate this, um, I'm going to go with Holy Grail, and I'm going to go with the, and I'm trying to remember if it's a, you know, it's not a combined scene, I'm either going to, oh, Bunny rabbit. The Holy Hangman Book of Armament. Mm. And and the Lord spake saying <laughs> I mean just that entire movie. Too late. Uh, there is. Well, there. What behind the rabbit? It is the rabbit. You silly sod! What? You got us all worked up! Well, that's no ordinary rabbit! Oh. That's the most foul, cruel, and bad-tempered rodent you ever set eyes on! You tit! I saw my arm and I was so scared! Look, that rabbit's got a vicious street a mile wide! It's a killer! Get stuck! He'll do you a treat, mate! Oh, you yeah? manky Scots git! I'm warning you! What's he do? Nibble your bum? He's got huge, sharp... He can leap about. Look at the bones! Go on, boys, chop his head off. Right, silly little beater. One rabbit suit coming right up. Look! <laughs> Jesus Christ! I warned you. I've done it again. I warned you, but did you listen to me? Oh, no, you knew it all, didn't you? Oh, it's just a harmless little bunny, isn't it? Well, it's always the same. I always oh, tell them, up. do they listen to me? Right. Oh, no. Well, any of their movies, but that one in Life of Brian in particular, but that entire movie, there are just little comments. Mm -hmm. It's like, like I've said before, there are things that I think some people... There are lines in movies that I think some people don't catch, mm -hmm. and those are the lines that I burst out laughing. Like things like when God comes down and tells them that they that he's going to give them a quest, they should go seek out the grail. And King Arthur says, good idea, Lord, is of course it's a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> and just the, the French guys in the castle. I and the, know. And fetch la vache. Fetch la vache. Here's one. Here's one. When he says... Who are you? I am Arthur, son of Muthu Pendragon. Da, 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 you're the rightful seeker of the Holy Grail. Yeah. I. Who is the other one? I am. 
And this is my, like, that's how we, who's the other one? I am. I, yeah. Like, I don't know why that cracks me up so much. You know? <laughs> well, and the, <clears throat> I mean, the, the scene in particular, like, what I was trying to I decide was, is the, is the rabbit and the bridge of doom, like, were they close enough that I could count them as, no, they're not. No, bridge of doom, its own sketch, man. Oh, man. <laughs> it's, it's three questions. <laughs> five of the, he asks everyone five questions, three questions, three questions. And, uh, and then they get up there and he's like, uh, whoever shall cross the bridge of death must answer me this question three, and ere the other side they see. What is your name? Sir Lancelot of Camelot. What is your quest? To seek the grail. What is your favorite color? Blue. Oh, right, off you go then. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, thank you. <laughs> and then, that's easy! <laughs> yeah. What is your name? What is your quest? Seek the grail. What is the capital of Assyria? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. My, and my I made sure I looked it up. It's Nineveh. There you go. So if I ever have to cross the Bridge of Death, I My honorable mention sketch has to be... I never wanted to be a weather forecaster. I wanted to be a lumberjack. Leaping from tree to tree as they float down the mighty rivers of British Columbia. The giant redwood. The larch. The fir. The mighty Scots pine. The smell of fresh-cut timber, the crash of mighty trees, with my best girlie by my side, we'd sing, sing, sing. I'm a lumberjack and I'm okay, I sleep all night, I work all day. He's a lumberjack and he's okay, I sleep all night and he works all day. I cut down trees, I eat my lunch, I go to the lavatory. Wednesdays I go shopping and have buttered scones for tea. He cuts down trees, eats his lunch, he goes to the lavatory. <laughs> On Wednesdays he goes shopping and has buttered scones for tea. He is a lumberjack and he's okay, he sits all night and he works all day. I cut down trees, I skip and jump, I like to press wildflowers. I put on women's clothing and hang around in bars. I wanted to be. I want to be a lumberjack. A lumberjack. <laughs> or spam. Mm-hmm. Yeah. My my other ones were the cheese shop nah. that has no cheese. Um, dead parrot. Dead parrot is. Um, God, did you see the special? On the they did a fathom event thing a couple years back. It was like Monty Python at 30 or something. Oh, really? And they redid a bunch of the old sketches. Oh, really? <laughs> oh my God. No, I, I didn't see that one. died. <laughs> oh, it was man. so good. Uh, wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Ah, say no more. Say no more. What kind of photos would she pose in? <laughs> nudge, nudge, wink, wink. Say no more. Say no more. And uh, uh, one of those other kind of, like, the, the lines that I don't know if they get huge laughs, but, like, I will burst out laughing every, no matter how many times I've seen this. There are some who call me Tim. Yes. <laughs> and my absolute favorite. Um, let's just say that if you have children in the car, maybe um, maybe fast forward or turn down the volume for like I don't know thirty seconds. Ready, go. No. I have a very good friend in Rome. <laughs> His name is Biggus. <laughs> Dickus. <laughs> <laughs> what are you laughing at, soldier? <laughs> Do you find something funny? 
He has a wife, you know. <laughs> it's, a, it's a joke name, sir. Yes. What? It's a joke name, sir. Like, silly as sauce. <laughs> I have a very good friend as well. Okay. Um, question number two. Did we get everybody? Did I? I we think for we question one. I think we got everybody. Covered now. Otherwise, we're just going to keep quoting all yeah, of it. Yeah, because From now until ever. Uh, Pat, favorite heist movie? That one's hard. You, Heat. Okay. I'll go back and I use the one from last yeah, week. Yeah, the one from last week. I, yeah, I just fine. that's that's that is just a fantastic movie. Okay. Right on. And I can okay. yeah yeah. Bo. You stumbled on a category for me, man. Yeah, <laughs> I know. There's our three hundred. Big old right jerk. There. I listed but, like five movies and I was like, I can't narrow it down. Um. So. It, it's one of those things. that kind of depends on my mood. So I'm gonna name the one that popped to mind first, and then I'm gonna throw out a an honorable mention, but then I'm going to let John do his, and then I might come back and name a couple. But, And this is only top of mind because I just listened to another podcast about this movie where they ripped it to shreds, and I love this movie, so I hate them for it. Kelly's Heroes. Mm. Okay. Such a fun movie. And the problem is the podcast that ripped it up, I really like the podcast, and they were 100% correct about everything they said. <laughs> Okay. I still love the movie and don't care. Okay, good. But they were very correct about everything okay. they said that was okay. wrong with that movie. Okay. Fair <laughs> enough. Okay. Um, I'm looking at my list here. Trying to decide which one I'm going to go with. Um, I'm going to go with... I'm going to go with Inception. Nice. Oh, with because I had listed, I had listed out a whole bunch of different movies. I was, I was even, I was considering Rogue One, a heist movie. Sure. Uh, Baby Driver, heist movie. Um, Mission Impossible, even. Obviously. Um, Ocean's Eleven. Oh. So Ocean's had, Eleven made my list. Both of them. So I had the original. All of those. If you've never seen it, is fantastic. The mm -hmm. only reason that I'm choosing Inception over all of those is because I think Inception. Um, I think it did some things that the other heist movie... Because you've got your heist movies, and you're like, yeah, it's a heist movie. I know what's going to happen in this heist movie. But I think Inception also took things that I love about sci-fi and horror movies mm -hmm. and blended that in with the heist movie. And I was like, whoa, whoa, wait a minute. Not only is this a heist movie, but we're messing with time, and we're messing with reality. So it's almost like it's a cross between an Ocean's Eleven and The Matrix and... I don't even know what else, but it mixed together so many things that I enjoy in the soundtrack. Like I love that soundtrack. I sometimes I will just sit and listen to that soundtrack over and over, especially the um, the piece when they are trying to get out of the dream when they're in the three levels. You've seen Inception, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Um, when they're trying to get out of the three levels, and it's the dun dun. You know, mm -hmm. 
trying to get out of each of the progressive levels, and I, that piece of music is that's that's on my Halloween playlist to play. Mm -hmm. I think that's a good Halloween piece of music. But um, so that's probably the reason I would choose Inception over those others. Do I think Inception's any better than Ocean's Eleven? Or no, but I think Inception is just a different enough movie for me that that's why I would pick it. In this case, that was way more than thirty seconds. We know, um, but that's okay. All right, so this I, one this I, one will take more than thirty seconds. So um, sneakers. Oh, yeah. was sneakers. on my list. Uh, Reservoir Dogs. Okay, yeah. And the Italian job. Italian, Italian job. job. Mm -hmm. Gone in sixty seconds. Yes. 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 Oh, yeah. Right. <laughs> I right? want to see it. Salio. <laughs> yeah. I mean that movie just uh, yeah. Mm -hmm. That was. Um, does Dirty Dozen count as a heist movie? No. I, does it? Kinda. Dang. Yeah, kinda. So, yeah. That's well, the fun part about the heist movie category is mm -hmm. the heist movie as a place. Like you can do a heist movie anywhere. Mm -hmm. And that's why it's such yeah. a great category and such yeah. a great like. Yeah, oh, and, so good. And then um, uh, where Eagles Dare? I mean, I don't know because that. Mm -hmm. um, and then I'm sorry, I just thought of something. It could be any category. Shoot, Firefox. Mm. With Clint Eastwood, where he has to sneak into Russia and steal the super oh, secret jet. Totally, yeah. You've never I seen have it. Not seen Firefox. It has been years. Okay. It's good. It's yeah. I right, will put it on Dang. the watch list. Yeah, heist movie. Heist, heist movie is a fun like yeah. fun category mm -hmm. to play in for sure. I I'd like to the the message that comes in the heist movies, and it seems to be now. Maybe it's well, no, because these are old movies. I like that now that you you assemble a team. Yeah. And, like, everyone has a role that they play mm -hmm. in the heist movies. And, I, I, I mean, I know I'm sorry to be in the peace, love, and harmony person here, but it's no longer, like, the one guy that just does everything right. But, okay, right. this guy might not be very good at anything except for this. He mm -hmm. can do this kind of, you know, and that's his job, and you need that guy to do that job. Mm -hmm. Then someone else right. might not be the best, at, but, but this guy can do this kind of thing. Now, that's really good. You know, he's the big, strong, like... Kick the door down, guy. Well, that's not good. You know, uh, and that's what I like the heist movies that you get a variety. You know, it's it's a team and like sure. everybody. And 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 let's be honest, the the half hour, forty five minutes they take assembling the team is sometimes the most fun. Yeah. Oh yeah. Because you go to goofy places <laughs> to find some of these characters. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I've been on a mall rick mall ugh, mall rats kick for like the last couple of days. No kidding. That could be a heist movie. Sure. Because you, you, they're trying to get the VHS tape and then hook up the whole thing with the sure. and sabotage the... I, it's a bit of a stretch. But, a little bit. But um, sure. I'm not going to limit this one to 30 seconds. I mean, maybe like a minute, just so we don't go like way over our time. But uh, question number three. This could take a little bit longer to tell your story if you've got one. Uh, if you've ever done it, do you have a favorite memory of going fishing? Bo. Not a lot in my life. Okay. Um, so no, I don't really have a favorite memory, but... I will say there is something very serene and peaceful about being out on a boat with nothing else to do but mm -hmm. stare at a fishing line and do nothing else. Have you ever eaten fish raw? <laughs> Does sushi count? I, no, maybe when they're still alive and wriggling. No, no that is that. not okay. a thing I am signing up for. Okay, all right. I was just curious. No. Um, have you ever gone fishing? I'm fishing. You've gone fishing. Do you have a good fishing story? You know, just I caught one. I caught one this <laughs> well, actually, my story has to do with catching one this big. Yeah, I mean, there's stories like that, mm -hmm. and just fun times with with my dad and growing up and all that kind of stuff. And and we uh, 
we go out on the water a whole lot, but we just tend to go out and um, other activities on the water than fishing. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, there's times that I've gone out and it's it's been fun and all that kind of stuff. Um, no, no big special crazy stories, but just you know good memories of mm-hmm. growing up and doing all that kind of thing. So, so my grandpa loved to go fishing. Actually, both my grandfathers loved to go fishing, and. I would go with both of them. Like I'd go a lot whenever we go to their house. And the one in particular we had down in Texas, they had a kind of like a little catfish stream that they had. It was it was stocked with catfish, and, and he really loved catfish um, to eat fried catfish. And so we would go there sometimes. We'd we'd fish, and and this was kind of a spot where a whole bunch of people would go and fish from time to time. And as a kid, I'll introduce this part of the story because it, it's very important for later. As a little kid, I was terrified of dogs. I had been chased by some dogs in the neighborhood when I was a little kid, so I was terrified of dogs. Didn't want to have anything to do with them. So I was fishing with my grandpa one time. We were at this catfish farm stream type thing, and we were out there, and we'd been fishing for a while, and I think we'd gotten maybe like one or two little fish. Mm-hmm. And so we're, we're, just, we're out there doing our thing, we're waiting, and, and all of a sudden I, I hear a dog bark. And I was probably, and, and I wasn't like super young. I was probably, I was probably eight or nine. So I wasn't like a little, little kid, but I was still terrified of dogs after what had happened. And so I hear this dog bark and I immediately just, and the, the irrational phobia of dogs, I made a beeline for the porta potties because that was the only place that I knew that had a spot where I could close myself in. And so I just started running. And it was not too far away from where my grandpa and I had our fishing lines. And all of a sudden, just as I start running, something starts pulling on my line. And my grandpa, like, kind of sets his down and starts to grab mine. And he starts trying to reel it in. And he's like, John, get back here! <laughs> and he's trying, and this thing is, this is, this is a big old, and this thing's fighting him. The whole, get back here, I need help! And I go, no, mm-mm, dogs, mm-mm, no. And so I would, I refuse to come back. And so he's trying to pull this thing in. And eventually he does finally pull it in, like with no help from me. Mm-hmm. And um, it turned out it was a six pound catfish. It was the biggest one that we'd ever caught in that whole, uh, whole stream that they had. And, <clears throat> and then he was, he was funny about it because then I, he, did, he didn't say anything, but he knew I was afraid of dogs. So he didn't say much about that. But um, the best part of this story is he took it home and skinned it and cleaned it and, and cooked it, but he kept the head. And this thing had a big old catfish head on it. And he took that, and I think he and my grandma were watching us at the time, so my mom and dad were either out of town or they were somewhere. He took that, and he decided he thought it would be funny to take that catfish head and tie it up in the branches of our tree in the backyard. Mm. Every cat in the neighborhood decided that our house was going to be the house to come to. Well, sure. And my mom came back from wherever they were, like later that night or the next day or something, and she freaked out. Why there was a catfish head tied to a branch of one of her trees. Yeah. Why cats were like hanging around all over the place. And she just was not, not happy with him at all. But yes. So, but that was the, uh, that's a good one, man. That was the, that was the the catfish that I did not help with because I was terrified of dogs. Um, all right, question number four, and we'll go back to our 30 seconds for this one. Favorite Jamie Lee Curtis role, Pat? True Lies is pretty fun. Okay. 
there's probably a host of stuff that she's in that I'm like, oh yeah, she's in that, mm -hmm. she's in that, and that. But I mean, that would be the first one that comes to mind. True mm -hmm. lies. Okay. Yeah. All right, Bo. Pat is not wrong. True lies is is uh, solid. I actually really love what she did on New Girl as uh, what's her name's mother. Okay. Um, I've never seen Zoe Deschanel's mother. She just she played like this just character. I, I can't even really describe it. I just remember thinking, well, that's fun. Like, you're enjoying this role. And mm -hmm. She wasn't on the on the series much in the four years it was on TV, mm -hmm. but it was a great recurring character for her, I think. Cool. Nice. Um, I'm going to be the boring one and say, yes, True Lies. Mm -hmm. I, that was my answer. It was... Yeah. I didn't even have to, well, I was, it's a great role for her. When I didn't she even have to think about it. that mm -hmm. switch flips and she mm -hmm. becomes the spy. Mm -hmm. and it's just mm -hmm. awesome. And that whole movie, that whole movie is just fun, even regardless of Jamie Lee Curtis. But she just has a great character in that movie when yeah. she realizes what's going on. And at first, when she thinks she knows what's going on, but not really. And yeah. 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 All right. Um, last question Do you speak Italian, Pat? No. I got a couple of words down. But are they, are they words you can't share on the podcast? <laughs> no, I don't know really any oh, okay. of those words. But uh, no, a, a couple of words, and they're not pronounced very well. And, okay. Yeah. One of my goals in life, I'll learn Italian. And, okay. Yeah. Okay. Even with a name like Cantagallo? Yeah, even with no, a name like Cantagallo. No Italian? Yeah. No? Okay. A few words, that's about it. My okay. sister speaks Italian. Okay. Yeah, she's... How many of the Italian words that you know are not related to music? Oh, see, that's... Okay, mm -hmm. yeah, that's fine. They're all, it's all like motorcycles. Oh, okay. Yeah, right. Well, yes. Yeah. Yeah, that that works too. But sure. yeah, like, so I know the Italian yeah. words with the music and all that, but yeah. Okay. Bo, do you speak Italian? No, I got nothing. Unless you count the random schools that I'll throw out every <laughs> once in a while. Uh -huh. That's all I got. No, uh, no Italian relatives that tell you to mangi, mangi? Uh, sure. Okay. Sure. But not, you know. Yeah. So it's funny. Do you? My, I, I, I mean, like, a couple phrases here and there. Wow. Which is, like, stuff stuff that either I've jokingly looked up over the years or... Mm. We, I, we've gone to Italy a couple times. When we lived over in England, we had gone to Italy a couple times. And actually, when we were in Milan, one time, we went over to a uh, somebody that my dad was working with from their Milan office. We went over to their family's house for dinner. And <clears throat> we... They had little kids, like babies... And so we, we didn't really have anybody. My sister and I didn't really have anybody to play with. My brother was really little at the time. And so the, the mother and father, the Italian mother and father, were talking to my mom and dad, and they were just hanging out, having a good time. My sister and I were like, we don't, these people don't have any, like, they have baby toys. There's nothing here to keep us occupied. And so we switched on the TV. We spent the next hour and a half watching Star Trek Three in Italian. <laughs> it was outstanding. Right on. Mm -hmm. That's it was outstanding. Cool. Mm -hmm. um, <clears throat> so there's that, and the only Italian that I know, I looked up the phrase for no, I don't speak Italian, and it's no, non parlo italiano, so I can say that. There you go. Um, I can also say, and I got this from, uh, what's his name, John Panette? <laughs> solo affamato! So, solo affamato is the feed me, I'm starving. Which I think is just like translated, I'm hungry. Yes. But So I used to teach when John was a, a little guy, like barely even talking yet. I used to tell him, because we, we originally started by teaching him sign language. Sure. Like, because babies can do sign That's language like before the they can talk. Now. So, mm -hmm. like, both of my nieces did that. 
So we tell them, you know, we we show them like, you know, this is the I sign for. I did not if at you, that age. No. Just saying. <laughs> my, my sign language was to grab things. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dominic got. Mine was more like Incredible Hulk language. Yeah. And, and not Dominic, so much sign language. Dominic or Danielle would get like the wrong signs, and we finally figured mm -hmm. out like what what's hungry, like uh, this is food. Um, hungry. Oh, hungry. Yeah. But when then you put your what's hand this? More. More, more, more is this. No, more is this. When you this put is, your um, fingers together like that, more. Well, is. all of a sudden, this became more food. Okay. And it was like, and it was it like. It was total opera and conditioning. It had nothing to yeah. do with it. And it, it just works because it would just be like, they would just be raising holy hell. And it would just be this, and we're just like, I don't, what is that? I don't know what they became food. I was like, okay, that's it. From now on, this means food. You want a utensil to write on? What are you trying to say? Yeah, I don't know what said. Get him a slate. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, so no, as, as when he would start talking, but only still knew a, a few words here and there, I would start teaching him. I was like, but you remember, remember this means more, remember this means food and this means milk. Okay, if you want something now, if you want food, you have to say, sono affamato. He's <laughs> <laughs> putting his hands together for like more That's and awesome. food. And he's like, no, 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 sono affamato. He just like stare at me and throw something at me, and I'm like, okay, yeah, we're gonna learn this. Yeah, we're gonna learn this, and yeah. So I think I got him to do it a couple of times, but yeah. yeah. Daniela now come to think of it, Dominic would just this became food, but now this is milk. Milk, yeah. Okay, and then this like your like your milk account. Yeah, milk account, right? Okay, and then and then that just meant that just meant just food that's, or that's anger. Past, that's past the salt. Yeah, that's <laughs> that just meant food. Or just anger because she would just do the sign for milk and just glare at you. And then you would hand her milk and then she would like bat it away and just keep doing this. It was, and, it was and more it was like just, somebody doing those like hand yeah, exercise it things. Was, but, yeah. It was the anger. And are it would you, be like, Are you asking for milk? No. Oh, yeah. It, absolutely not. <laughs> yeah, I know. Bat it away. And then we would give her like, uh, like something to eat and then it would mm -hmm. be okay. And then all of a sudden, this would start up again. And it was like, Do you want more food? That would get batted away. So now there's Cheerios all over the floor. It was like, now maybe you want the milk. Okay, now it's so a now muscle spasm. Yeah, so, yeah, it was, yeah. When does sign you know, language become a muscle spasm? Got particularly awkward when she started flipping a coin. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. Oh, Calling you Mr. Pink. Uh-huh. All right. <clears throat> well, I think that's going to do it for... Mm. I'm like, uh, whoa. whoa. Speaking of knocking things one. off the table, I almost knocked the microphone off the table here. Um, that's going to do it for A Fish Called Wanda. And uh, if you have anything, if you totally disagree with us, if you love A Fish Called Wanda and you, we have disparaged your favorite movie ever by saying we don't love it, I don't think we did. No, I just, but if you, if you were like insanely obsessed with this movie, we would love to hear from you. Mm -hmm. um, uh, if, if you're not insanely obsessed, we'd still love to hear from you either way. Uh, we'd just like to hear from you. If you're obscenely, ins never mind. If you're obscenely, <laughs> obscenely, it's late. It's okay. Damn it. It's been a long day. <laughs> Is that milk or is that I'm gonna kill you? Yes. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's, He's it's going either, to kill me with milk. <laughs> it's it's either I want milk or you fall asleep before I do. That's <laughs> yeah, right. All right. So if you want to find out more about our show, you can go to 30podcast.com. Uh, you can do at 30podcast on Twitter. That's where we uh, do a lot of our posting. Uh, we're also on Facebook and Instagram and all those different places. If you want to call the voicemail line, it's 872-356-6843. Uh, so feel free to do that if you'd like to be included on the 30 Podcast love line. Um, our next episodes, we are... So that's the end of November, gentlemen. Wow, end we made of it. November. We made November it through November. November is over. Man. Yeah. Uh, so next up, here's here's the docket for December. Mm -hmm. Scrooged is mm -hmm. next week. 
Ernest Saves Christmas is after that. Mm-hmm. Die Hard is after that. Mm-hmm. And then Aquaman will finish out the year for us. So It's a pretty good end of the year, boys. Mm-hmm. So... Looking I haven't looking forward to it. of of that list. Obviously, I haven't seen Aquaman before. Right. Um, but other than that, everything on that list is appointment. Yeah. I, mm-hmm. yeah, it's appointment watching. Not as much Ernest. Ernest doesn't get right. an every year bill. Yeah. But the other ones. Ernest, even though I haven't seen that one in several years, um, I did for some reason a while back. I was looking for something on YouTube. And through whatever I was looking at, I came across the scene where he's driving Santa Claus in his car. And it's just that whole conversation of, uh, well, because I'm Santa Claus. Oh, oh, you're Santa Claus. Okay. Yes. Said he's, uh, said he's Santa Claus. All right. Well, good for you. <laughs> yeah. No, that's, I, I remember loving that movie as a kid. And I think I liked Ernest Saves Christmas more than I liked Ernest Goes to Camp. Mm. Um, I think that was I'll, the first one I saw. Saves Christmas? I think it was Saves Christmas, and okay. then I went back and saw save, yeah, Saves Camp. Yeah. Goes to Camp. Uh, you know, save it, go to it, whichever. Um, so, yeah, so that's coming up. So if you want to watch these movies before we get to them on the podcast, Scrooged will be next week, Ernest Saves Christmas, Die Hard, and then Aquaman. Um, and then we've got our 89 movies are coming up very, very soon. It's so very good that's, year. It's, oh, man. It's the year Should I make for, for five very years? Very good year. Very good year. Um, should I, should I, should I tease the people a little bit? Should I tease them a little bit and tell them what our first month is? <laughs> no, I'm not, I'm not asking for milk from the people or telling them that I'm going to kill them with a... I'm going to crunch my candy bar, Blunt Sorry. instrument. You crunch your candy bar, that's fine. Um, so I think we've determined what our first month of movies is going to be. I, I, there's a fifth week in January, so I'm not 100% sure what I'm going to do with that fifth week because one of the movies I had thought of doing and having a little bit of trouble finding a copy of, so we'll just see. But what is that, or you um, want to say? Uh, the Killer. So mm. I think it's a Chow Yun Fat movie. Mm. So I'm having a little bit of trouble finding a copy of that one. But um, so if I can't find that one, maybe that's where Glory goes because we um, realized we realized we left out Glory. So that'd work. Might uh, I might, say, I might, might have that a line on how a way to get that. But if that's the place to put Glory, then okay. maybe I won't even bother. Yeah. Because yeah. that works for me. So I so I'll think about that. Um, so January, our month, I won't go into the rest of the year, but for right now, January of, uh, I was going to say 1989, but uh, January of 2019 will be our 1989 movies, and January is an action-packed month. Uh, we are theming that month Action Heroes. So it's our Action Heroes month. Mm-hmm. Starting with, Pat, what's the first movie? 89 Batman. There you go, Batman 89. Week two of January will be Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. Oh, Junior! <laughs> what, is, what is this? What is this Junior? <laughs> That's his name. Henry Jones Junior. I prefer Indiana. We named, the, dog. we named the dog Indiana. They're shooting at us. I know, Dad. It's a new experience for me. <laughs> Happens to me all the time. What about the boat? We're not going on the boat? Forget the boat! <laughs> what a perfect... Dad, Dad, did they get us yet? I'm sorry, son. They got us. They got us. I'm just going to say something. Stupid! Mm-hmm. What a great buddy! Oh yeah! Thing. Oh yeah! Perfect! Harrison Ford and Sean Connery. Mm-hmm. Fantastic! Mm-hmm. I hope they I have mean, as much fantastic. fun making it as mm-hmm. we have watching it because yeah. And had you had you told me back in the day, or even if you told me now, we're going to take a, a, an action franchise that people love, Indiana Jones, and we're going to bring in. We're gonna make it a father-son story. Mm-hmm. Like if you took that, if you took that same idea with a lot of movies today and said, "Hey, 
Jurassic Park. We're gonna make it a father-son thing. I'd just be like, oh, come on. Mm -hmm. that, no, I don't think so. And I don't know, I mean, we didn't have the internet, so I don't know if anybody sat around back in 1988 and was like, oh, really, Indiana Jones' dad? That seems kind of dumb, but jumping the gun a little bit here, but it's probably my, it might be my favorite Indiana Jones movie. Mm. I, I gotta decide. I have until January to decide if it's either that or Raiders of the Lost Ark. Mm. Uh, week three is Lethal Weapon 2. Excellent. Week four is License to Kill. James Bond movie. The other, the last Timothy Dalton one. I was just going to yep. say, I, I, I'm yep. like, I just, my head just imploded I, I know. <laughs> from and the outside. I don't know what that even and means. And that's just January. And then there's a fifth week, so i got to decide if, if we glory. do The Killer or if we do Glory. or I think we maybe do Glory in that one. Well, if I take out The Killer, there's a hole there, so I can put Glory in it. All I could think of was Lethal Weapon 2. When the not guys... even. What? No. Nope. Absolutely <laughs> would you, would you not. Like... You were not getting nope. away with that joke. <laughs> You horrible person. I think it was going to be... I didn't say anything. Mm-hmm. When he's sitting there... Pat's trying to figure out what we're talking about now. <laughs> yeah, I'm like lost. Like, my brain, did you... When, this, when you play this back, I'm going to be like, that's like the... I'm just... I'm lost in January, people, fellas. Sorry. I'm people just like, on the, on the just, microphone, you might be able to hear the gears grinding <laughs> to a halt in Pat's brain. I don't know. Because... Uh, Pat... Damn it. I want to get nuts. I'm, I'm, Where does he... Yeah. Come, Come on. Nuts. Come on. Let's get nuts. Let's get nuts. Where does he get Tell this me. wonderful... Tell I don't know. You ever dance with the devil with the pale moonlight? Oh. I used to say that whenever John was in trouble, I'd say that all the time, and it wasn't until we watched that movie last week that he's like, that's where you got that from. Yeah. He stole my balloons! <laughs> Why didn't somebody tell me he had one of those things? Things. This Bob? town needs an enema. Bob? Gun. Sure, sir. Kablam! <laughs> that was also, the kids did not understand that sometimes when they would be like throwing a bit of a fit, I'd grab them on either side of the head or I'd grab them on the shoulders and be like, remember, you are my number one, a guy. <laughs> and then we, then we finally watched the movie and John's like, oh, that's where that's from. <laughs> I don't think my kids think that I have like a, a creative bone in my body that I actually come up with things on my own. It's like they're just all from movies. So we're in band and what kids we were kind of teasing back and forth with the kids and we we're having fun. It was going back and forth and this one kid he has a school instrument and he's like in a joke and he says, Yeah, you keep going, Mr. C. How about I just, you know, drop this instrument you know, he's teasing about the head. So I was like I said, Hey, I just got like hey. You drop that instrument in a dream, you better wake up and apologize. And the kid was just like Oh, oh. <laughs> like it just got serious all of a sudden. <laughs> and the best part is, mm -hmm. I don't. I mean, I don't think he would have seen Reservoir Dogs yet. Mm -hmm. Like he will, yeah. so, he will at some point, and just be like, "Oh, now I get it." But mm -hmm. yeah. Um, and then, if we have an opportunity to do a bonus episode for January, that is January of 2019 is when the movie Glass comes out. So the third movie in the M. Night Shyamalan uh, trilogy of Unbreakable Maybe that goes into your fifth week and so, then we find another place for yeah, the glory. Maybe. maybe that's the right maybe. answer. So we'll see. I put that for the for the modern movies, I kind of <clears> put them as like a separate thing because sometimes right. we say we're going to get to them and like Venom, we don't always get to them. So. Um, and then, again, I said I wasn't going to spoil any others, but the first two weeks of February are... I can't help it because you're going to like this one this and Jeff's going to love the other one. Like them all. The first one in February, Major League. Uh -huh. Second one in February, Field of Dreams. Uh -huh. So, 
The third one in February, The Wizard. And <laughs> you just keep your power gloves off. We need right. baseball people in the podcast. For, mm-hmm. um, we need Jeff. I mean, Jeff needs to be for the Field of Dreams. Yes. So, yeah. We need to get Dennis in here. Dennis needs to be in here, too. We need yeah. to bring food. And- yeah. Well, that's how we're going to get Dennis in. Mm-hmm. So, all right. All right. Well, that's going to do it for us this time. Uh, thank you for joining us. Thank you, Bo. Thank you, Pat. Thank, thank you, John. Um, so we're going to be back here next time, like I said, with Scrooged next week. Uh, hopefully everybody had a lovely Thanksgiving oh. uh, and that you and are enjoying prepped up for Christmas. full swing into the, into the winter holidays. And mm-hmm. uh, hopefully you're not completely buried in snow. Um, hopefully we're not completely, hopefully buried, we're not in completely buried in snow. So, uh, but yes, be excellent to each other. Go watch some good movies and we'll see you back here next time for Scrooged.